Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, coach, good to have you in person here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. You get to see your, your buddy Ed a little bit later. Yeah, I hadn't seen Ed in a while. Look forward to at least saying hello. There's a lot of people here. Yeah. When I spoke, there wasn't that many people here. <laughs> you did great, though. You held court up there well. That's right. And took a couple shots at me, if I remember correctly. Um, you know what we buried, Coach? Buried the lead is that the big news came out over the weekend that they're going to expand the playoff as early as 2024. So for teams like Arkansas and a lot of others, I mean, it definitely helps open a potential door for you to have a shot at a, a legitimate shot at a championship. You know, if you're a Power 5 team and even a group of five maybe now, yeah. uh, open up some opportunities. But any type of motivation going into a season for a coach is always a real bonus. And certainly that will make big news as they get closer to solidifying when that will happen. But, yeah, that's exciting news. Uh, although if, if, uh, if Oregon was the 12th seed and Georgia was the one seed, maybe that's a preview of what we'll see down the road. I'm not sure. No, I think you're probably right. And, I, look – We've argued this. I mean, Barrett Salee's been a big advocate of not expanding beyond four. And, I mean, most years, let's be real, you could probably pick out the two teams that are most deserving and have the best shot anyway. But occasionally you will get an upset. I'm hoping we get more parity at some point. Right. Doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. But B- uh, Big news, though, in college football, no yeah. question. All right, well, let's start with Arkansas, Coach. What do we miss? We, we touched on a lot of issues there, a lot of. Yeah. Um, positives, I guess. You know, you won, so that's that's great news. But what, what do we miss? Well, one and zero. That's the big deal. A lot to unpack. Um, you know, I know we got a condensed show, so I'll try to ramble through it, trying to be coherent. I thought the run game was in midseason form. Uh, the offensive line did a great job. Wes, you alluded earlier. Uh, you know, we do practice four minute offense. You know, you have two minute offense. We do practice four minute offenses as a, you know, as a coaching staff and a football team. And I thought they executed that extremely well. Jefferson looks like a different player. I mean, you know, physically trimmed up. Uh, I used to look like that before I got sick. No, I'm just joking. But, I mean, you could see the work that he's done physically to, um, you know, improve his body, his endurance. They needed him late to make a couple of uh, 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 runs, and he did. Uh, He played physical. He did take some shots. That's concerning. Um, defensively, I thought the defensive line rose to the occasion. You saw the transfers flash, the kid from uh, from Arkansas State, the LSU transfers, I thought they flashed. Um, the crowd was incredible. You talked about that. Now the negatives, uh, the kicking game, you know, the punter. I mean, I love the rugby punt. I just don't like doing it on the right hash with the right-footed punter. Middle of the field, left hash, I like it. You have room mm-hmm. uh, to negotiate. The, the, the punt returner will have to move to catch the ball, which makes it even more difficult. On the right hash, I like just kicking it down the hash or trying to pin it towards the numbers. Uh, but they've got some work to do there. Um, 
you know, Spencer Rattler's not going to miss that deep ball three or four times if they're behind our defensive backs. That was that was uh, something Coach Pittman talked about in the open. That was very glaring that Cincinnati's receivers three times, I think, got behind. They weren't going to miss him a fourth time, and they hit him. Yeah. And uh, the Spencer Rattlers of this league and the other quarterbacks in the SEC, they'll put air into those balls, and that'll be touchdowns. Coach talked about the aggressiveness on defense. They had to be aggressive. Uh, they want, you know, new quarterback, stop their running game or slow it down, protect their D line a little bit. If you do that, you got to line up and play, play man coverage. And if you don't have Miles Slusher and, and Catalan this week, uh, somebody's got a quarterback that secondary. Maybe drop eight, have three. We've seen that in the past. Um, I felt better about the defensive line. You mentioned those transfers. I, I wrote this down. Hazelwood, of course, had the touchdown, three catches. Sanders, I like three oh, yeah. catches. Uh, then the Sanders on defense had a sack and, and several tackles. Dominic, the play of the game, the Georgia Tech transfer. Landon Jackson had a half a sack from LSU. Uh, Nudie had the interception. Yeah. He had a PBU. The transfer portal guys did great. No and doubt about it. Terry Hampton, you mentioned yep. three tackles. Brini had five tackles when he came in for Catalan. That gave you a little hope that maybe he can take over that spot. And then the other transfer that no one talks about, it's the kickoff, the end zone, every yeah. time except for once. Yeah. So eight transfers, and they all made a big impact. So as far as the matchup this week, other than trying to shore up the back end, Coach? Yeah, well, you got to shore up the back end. Uh, it's a Southeastern Conference game. It's Southeastern Conference players. Coach Beamer's very good special teams guy. Yeah. Uh, we saw that uh, Saturday, block a couple of punts. He, the offensive numbers weren't prolific because that two block punts, two touchdowns, they didn't have to run as many plays to score. Two possessions you That's lost. right. You lost those possessions. So, uh, I mean, they're going to they're gonna look even better than Cincinnati you know, physically. I mean, I mean, they've got some dudes in South Carolina. So you're going to have to play clean. You're going to have to improve in some of the areas. Uh, you know, the old cliche, you know, you see that growth in week two, week three, and uh, they're going to need to do that. I mean, I expect it to be a very physical uh, Southeastern Conference football game on Saturday. Uh, Spencer Rattler is a, somewhat of a proven commodity. I mean, yeah. he was a Heisman candidate last year at Oklahoma so uh ought to be a great game if the crowd shows up like it did it could be the uh you know the fifth uh the fifth quarter or the, or the 12th man in that deal yeah I get the sense some people feel like Spencer Rattler's trash but the thing is he had a plenty of good moments at Oklahoma he's got beat out by a kid that was a little bit better who's now playing at USC, USC. so I mean he's he's obviously showed some signs and I was you know impressed with him at times and his numbers were good this weekend. I mean, he didn't have to do a lot against the team that was outmatched. But I mean, they've got running backs that are physical. I mean, defense. I mean, they've had first-round draft picks the last two of the last three years, I think, on the defensive line of South Carolina. So I mean, they've got dudes. You know, they uh, if Arkansas doesn't play clean, it's going to put them going to put them in that four-quarter fight. You know, let's uh, let's. We need to move on, but go ahead. Uh, one thing, KJ. The only negative I saw with him was some errant passes. What yeah. do you did you see anything that's uh, causing some really poor throws? Just a little jittery. I mean, you know, uh, just a little bit jittery. They didn't push the ball down the field. I mean, Knox had the 32-yard running, you know, catch and run. Right. They really didn't push the ball down the field as much. Uh, I think if they move the platform a little bit, get him, you know, a couple of yeah. easy throws early, a hitch screen. You know, just get a you know couple. See him catch. You know, guys catching the ball, and then play action pass. Maybe move the pocket. Let him take a couple shots down the field. I think that'll help. To your point, 149 yards out of the 223 total was yards after catch. There you go. So there were a lot of short deliveries, and he had two two opportunities at least that I can remember where he was dropping it to running backs and it had tons of space, and they would have gone. Yeah, just threw it at their feet. And one was dropped, I think, maybe or high. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's talk Arkansas State. You know, obviously this is not exactly going to, you know, signal the return of Arkansas State to to the, you know, high end of the Sun Belt relevancy, but it was a very impressive win against the team that was clearly outmatched. But, you know, they, they say you got to do what you're supposed to do, right? You hold a team to 100 freaking yards, that's doing it. They did what they were supposed to do, and they played their roster, so they were able to play, you know, into their depth, which will help them down the road. Uh, always good to start 1-0, no drama. Big win, dominated. Blackman's numbers were good. They were able to put him on the bench, get a couple of other guys some reps. Obviously a very big confidence game when you can shut people down, have 500-plus yards of offense, give up only 100 or so on defense. Uh, but now, you know, they, they go get $2 million to go play Ohio State, which did not look super impressive, quite frankly, in their first game. Uh, with that said, it's still Ohio State going into week two, and uh, I'm sure they'll make the corrections they need to make. But Arkansas State will go in there with a little confidence. Yeah, Central Arkansas on the road against, obviously, a very uh, major difficult task at Ole Miss, coming off a loss to Missouri State, got a couple extra days to get healed up and ready. But, um, you know, I thought Missouri State was kind of what we expected. And Central Arkansas, you talked about jittery quarterbacks. I thought yeah. they got a little bit of that. And admittedly so, Coach Brown talked about that on the Coaches Show last night, and Will McIlvain would be the first to admit probably that first half just never really settled in. It looked like a team in the first half that had a massive roster turnover, particularly at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, we're just so used to that position being so productive for so long, going back 30 years, you know, 40 years. Uh, I still think the young man is going to be really good. Will's got excellent ball skills, throwing the ball good. But I did think he got a little happy feet, got a little jittery, missed some throws, you know, talk about check downs. Uh, you know, he's just got to set his feet, even if he gets off a platform. You know, go through his fundamentals. I'm sure Coach Collins will get him cleaned up. Um, they did fall behind three scores, and then they fight their way back in, and then they give up the long kickoff return. So two chip shot missed field goals, a kickoff return, uh, some things to clean up in Conway. Obviously, they're going into an SEC venue this week. Um, you hope to see the growth, but you may not see it this week, you know, on the scoreboard. When you've got a proven kicker that is having a, having a rough patch, how did you deal with that? What did Coach Pittman say? I kind of like that old cold beer. <laughs> For me, drink heavy. Uh, no, you know, you just bring him in and, and, and love on him and, and, and say, hey, you're our guy. We believe in you. You've been there. You know, it's just like a, a pro golfer. I mean, they go through their, their shanks and their misses. And, uh, but you just bring him in and love on him. And, and uh, now if it becomes a problem, then, then you know, you got to have other discussions. But right now, early in the year, uh, you just hug on him and love on him and yeah. let him know he's the guy. Well, he's hitting it good. I, I have absolute confidence in him. I hopefully he can get back on track. I uh, want to mention this, too. I'm going to go see, obviously, Ole Miss this weekend, Wes. I didn't realize this, Coach, until I looked through the numbers. They signed 15 guys out of the portal. 55 of their 125 are new to campus. Wow. That's insane. 44% of their roster is new to campus. You're talking about UCA, right? No, I'm talking oh, yeah, about Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Well, UCA's got like they got some turnover, but not 45. quite like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys who haven't played a lot, but at least were there before. Well, let me tell you. Let me just give you one name. Zach Evans. Okay. He is a stud running back. Was at TCU. Was a five-star recruit. Yep. Had a lot of issues coming out of high school. He was going to go to Oklahoma and Texas and all these places. Ended up at TCU. I think he made all Big 12, and then he's in the backfield at Ole Miss. He is. An NFL dynamic talent. They got they had 130 yards out of him the first week, and their backup running back was really good too. And they got a third guy that's apparently really dangerous too. So, yeah, the defensive uh, line. But you will know, be... UCA. That's the strength of UCA's football team is True. their front seven right now. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, 
you know, UAPB, obviously uh, tough. Lots of drama. Tough challenge there. Didn't expect a, no. much, much of a yeah. game with Lane College, but they got all they wanted this weekend. Yeah, 48-42, kind of a back-and-forth deal. Um you know, just crazy. Now they, you know, they get an NAI opponent. You hope that's a drama-less type of game. But uh, hey, the boys down there on the bluff—they got a chance, uh, Coach Gamble, to start two and zero. So it doesn't matter, you know, what they look like. Two and zero is two and zero, and I look for them to have an easy time this week. We've got a highlight from. Uh, we want to go to high school, or we got anything else you want to hit on college-wise? Hey, it doesn't matter. All right, we got to get to the division too. We kind of. Let's go. Slide I skipped them down. last week. Yep, that's right. Go ahead. Give it to me. Well, first of all, sad news out of Washita, down in Philadelphia. Um, Clark Yarbrough passed away. Our, our thoughts. You know, I didn't have to uh, experience that. I know Coach Brown did at UCA this past year. Um, uh, that's, that's a terrible thing to have to deal with, and, and I'm sure that community. I bet Henderson will jump in. I mean, I bet that they'll rally around there at, at Washita for that young man and hit you know his family. Uh, that, that's very difficult to deal with. But uh, other than that, uh, a lot of hard-fought wins uh, in the Great America Conference this week with the exception of Arkansas Tech. Um, so everything kind of went as chalk. My game of the week this week is Oklahoma Baptist at UAM. Can UAM, can the Weevils start 2-0? and I mean, when was the last time we said that? Can the Weevils start 2-0 and down in Monticello? Big game this week. Um, Oklahoma Baptist did score 32 and a loss to Washita, so apparently okay. they can score some points. Yeah, that was game was closer than I thought it would be. Yep. yep. So, uh, game of the week, Oklahoma Baptist at UAM. Can the Bow Weevil start 2 and 0? High school this weekend, Wes. Obviously, this is more your department, but I will say I saw the highlight on Saturday morning and just an incredible finish for Greenwood, a team that's expected oh, yeah. to obviously compete for a title in 6A. Taking on Northside. Yeah, their yeah. freshman quarterback who uh, was. Talked about as the best eighth grader in the country. He came in off the bench because the starter got hurt, and they had scored three touchdowns in the last, like, two minutes and 40 seconds to win, including a Hail Mary with no time left to does win he, the game. Does he have an NIL deal yet? <laughs> he is, yeah. He's already got offers, Coach, as a freshman. Yeah, yeah. And, he has, and he hasn't started a varsity game yet, but I guess he'll be starting. The, I don't know the, the status of the quarterback. I but. saw the score. I didn't realize what had happened there. There, there was some great win. I mean, Cabot's 2-0. Hang on. Now. Let's stay with the Greenwood for a second because okay, i got yeah. a highlight. The highlight. Okay. Small, t- small town play-by-play is always exciting. Now, listen, if if UCA wins a game like this at Ole Miss this weekend, I'm going to sound way more insane, but it's always funny. And, again, these are long-shot opportunities, right? They're not very likely to happen. You just sort of set the stage, and very occasionally you get rewarded. Well, if you remember the last time we were there, we had the lead at halftime. I do. Yeah, I was saying stop the count. You know, but (laughs) we need a lightning delay or something. Let's end this. (laughs) Anyway, here's the Greenwood highlight from uh, Friday with the win over Fort Smith Northside. But number three is going to be your target. If you, if I mean, surely you can throw it 40 yards into the end zone. He's going to step up and look for Grant Carnes. Here's the jump ball. Come on! Got it! Touchdown! You got it! Carnes got it! It's going to touchdown! You're kidding! Kane Archer, he went to the end zone, 39 yards, and Grant Carnes caught it. That's just uh, that's pure joy right there, buddy. That's insane. <laughs> RJ needs to take some tips from that, right? Yeah. Oh, no. That's something. That's yeah. something. Yeah, you know, this week uh, we were talking before we went on the show. I think Cabot's 2-0 and now. They look to be a factor. Yeah. Conway, you know, uh, big win. Central yep. Arkansas schools have done well They're in very some well. high-profile matchups with Northwest. You had the 
I guess Bentonville and Bentonville West. Yeah, Conway beat Bentonville, and then uh, Cabot went to Bentonville West and won that game. Mm-hmm. But North Little Rock went to Fayetteville and lost. Let me ask you this, Wes. I know y'all asked me the questions, but I'm going to ask you because I know you co- really cover and follow high school football much closer. Do you feel a shift coming out of the northwest to the central part of the state now? Oh, it's been going on for the a couple, couple of years. years. But I mean, Partly I because really of Bryant. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you're seeing Conway and North Little Rock for a couple of years. Cabot. Cabot. I mean, yeah, the 7A, definitely that shift has happened. Yeah, yeah you can feel it. I yeah. mean, Co- you can really feel it. Coach Pittman and Dow Loggins spent their Friday night in Springdale. Went to the Shiloh-Little Rock Christian game. Obviously, there's a particular player they're keeping their eye on and uh he performed well enough had some good good plays with his feet walker white was a stud on on friday night i scored three touchdowns on the ground he threw for three touchdowns so six touchdowns with coach Pittman and dal loggins on the sideline and uh, they took it to shallow christian i mean they jumped out on top of them and pounded i thought it was maybe the best game of the week and little rock christian just dominated that game and now They'll go to Lake Hamilton this week, and it starts conference play. Yep. This is the first conference game for them in 6A, and I think it's going to be a great ball game. You well, know, Lake I, Hamilton loves to run it, and they, they've got a couple good running backs. Well, and, It's going to be a test. And, and they can, uh, Little Rock Christian can throw it too now. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they can throw it. So. they got a linebacker that had big numbers the other day, right? Little Rock Christian? Yeah. Ben Ridings probably? I remember Randy had him as his player of the week. I'll have to go back and look, but okay. anyway. You know, Bryant? Bryant's got my game of the week this week in Central Arkansas is Bryant uh, and Little Rock Parkview. Oh, yeah. yeah There's going to be some pretty good athletes on the field. Star City. Parkview's off last week, I think. Opens up with uh, Crossit. That's a big uh, 4A game. And then, of course, we talked about Cabot and Conley. I think they both play out of state this week against Louisiana schools, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be staying corrected on that. But uh, a lot of good high school football. The NFL starts this week. Yep. Um, so I guess. Uh, I need help. Full-blown full-blown football now from high school all the way up to the nfl coach you won't probably be more surprised if you woke up with your face stapled to the carpet when i tell you this <laughs> i have never done fantasy football in my life i haven't either i'm doing fantasy football this year for the first time ever okay who's your quarterback i don't have any idea i don't even know what i'm doing i don't know who i'm supposed to draft i don't know when i'm supposed to draft him i understand i think you're supposed to get like a running back first and then move into maybe wide receiver i don't know how any of this works i'm flying totally blind I don't know what to do. Running back or wide receiver, take quarterback later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Christian, maybe I'll pick your brain then. I have no idea how this works. I'll, gi- I'll give you two of my kids' numbers. They do it every year. They're, okay. They have big draft, big yeah. draft parties. Well, I have a draft party yeah. tonight. I was told there'd yeah. be beer, Coach, so I signed up for it. That good old cold beer again. I'm easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy. Let's take a break. You can stick around if you want. we got got uh, Clint Sterner coming up in about five, six minutes. I'm going to hang out and see Coach Orgeron anyway. So let's take a break. We'll come back here to the Little Rock Touchdown Club in just a second. 